This is Bragg, son of Balin, and you're listening to Light the Beacons, a Lotro podcast. Welcome to the world of Middle-earth. Amon indeed. Welcome to Douse the Beacons, a Lotro podcast focusing on the pitiful MMORPG, Lord of the Rings Online, as well as related topics in thievery, bribery, extortion, and betrayal. This is episode number 51, and I'm your host, Grimer of Isengard, wanted pedophile and man of sterling repute. I'm broadcasting live from temporary DTB Middle-Earth-wide headquarters at my new secret hideout somewhere near the top of the mountain range that houses Moria, the giant misbegotten stinkhole. It's freaking freezing up here, but at least I can get some fresh air. My former master is a bit tied up, shall we say? I am tired of his dribbling nonsense and decided to take matters into my own capable hands. I have slaved quite enough for that pudgy bowling ball for now. Thank you very little. And once again, I am the master. So let's douse our second beacon. Ah, the second beacon of Elenok. First, it's time for CRAP, corrections, retractions, and apologies from last week. I am dreadfully sorry it took me so long to incapacitate Mr. Braggadocio over here and that you all had to be subjected to his interminable idiocy this past year. Aside from that, I apologize to no one and for nothing. Move along. Viewer comments. <sighs> this again? Still? No, no, you're absolutely right. This joke's not tired at all. Please, by all means, let's hear it for about another three years. Simpleton. Here are some viewer comments. Enemy of the show, Tommy Oric wrote in about a bunch of garbage nobody really cares about. Longtime viewer, Frune Juice, soiled himself while drinking another fruity IPA this week. Cretan LSU man was glad to hear that the rumors of the demise of the show were false. Well, they aren't. <laughs> Podcast stalker Zingor created some photoshopped portraits of Hobbit harlots and drag. Braggenthorn wrote in to admit that he plagiarized his name. If only he could be a thorn in Bragside. And lastly, Braxwolf was just plain missing in action. I think he's gone beyond boss fights and onto smoking pipeweed all day in the Braxwood. Enough of this. Forums Insider. Now here is an area that shows some real promise. Based on all the time I have been spending there over the past few years under the guise of various troll pseudonyms, and my toil has borne much fruit. All I can say is that the dialogue on these pages used to be so civil, it was like listening to a Chip and Dale cartoon. 
After you. No, I couldn't possibly. Oh, but I insist. Well, that would be delightful. Well, you are most welcome. Now look at it. <laughs> it fills my poisoned heart with glee. Wormtongue is in the his house. So in this week's episode, we're going to ignore completely what I've been doing in game these past few weeks because nobody cares. We're going to browbeat, abuse, and humiliate our listeners. And lastly, with any luck, we will once again undermine the wretched kingdom of Rohan. If there is any time remaining, I shall sprinkle symbol mine on the graves of my, my foes while relieving myself. Let's douse another one, shall we? Stupid Nardal. This week in gaming and other Tolkien news. This week, I watched a giant mucus-covered slug eat his mate and then die of loneliness. I felt envy. I once again secretly longed for unattainable shield maidens. I dined on filth from the depths of Scumfill, and I secretly plotted to overthrow my vile master. It would have happened ages ago if his vile skull was not so bloody thick. Next. The fourth beacon of Everlast. Here's a top ten list for you. Here in no particular order are the top ten ways you can skin a hobbit. Nasty little creatures, but their pelts are worth a fortune. Number ten. Knife or dagger. Number nine. Use a dull spoon from Lobelia's stolen collection. Number eight, broadsword. Number seven, cheese grater. Number six, have a troll beat them to jelly and then just squeeze out the insides like a tube of toothpaste. Number five, scimitar. Number four, pit in the pendulum scenario. Number three, hog tie and gag them in a wolf costume and toss them into the wall pens waiting for some small fellowship to come along. Number two, smeagolize them. Yeah, I don't even know if that's a word, but I like saying it. Smeagolize. Number one, exploding party tree filled with razor blades. Ah, always fun at gatherings. Moving right along to the fifth beacon of Minrimon. And now a word from our sponsors. You may remember from last year, we premiered Wormtongue's Palantir Bolorama. Construction has been completed at a brand spanking new entertainment facility just north of Grimbjorn's camp. All the lanes are made out of hardwood carved from ant corpses. <laughs> a few glowworms here and there, and we'll have Astro Bowl on Thursday nights. And of course, every bowling ball is an actual Palantir. As far as you know, you ignoramuses. So bring your wallets, uh, I mean selves, down to Wormtongue's Palantir Bolorama. Tell them old Grimer sent you, and you'll get to wear an old pair of my shoes. Won't that be nice? The sixth beacon of Kalanhad, wherein I premiere a new segment that I like to call Grimer's Grimoire. It is a journal of sorts where I like to write down my innermost feelings and desires, and sometimes scribe an original story or poem. Here is one I thought you might all enjoy. Once upon a time in the wretched kingdom of Rohan, there lived a noble warrior. Fair of face was he, a true scholar and gentleman, strong of arm and mind, well respected, nay, revered by all. He spent his time in fair-minded judgment of the interlopers who would steal his kingdom, 
counseling his king with the sagest advice and pithy quips as well. And there was a beautiful but willful maid who pined for him day and night. Her longing for him from afar was so great that she could barely force herself to look at him for fear of betraying her lust. And so she pretended to despise him with all her heart and denounce him with every utterance. But the brave and generous warrior was not fooled by her chicanery and saw straight through her subterfuge, especially when she slept with her face bathed in moonlight during the small watches of the night. And this was not creepy at all. No, it was perfectly normal, romantic even. Uh, day by day, she softened to his advances, until the time came when she rarely, if ever, need him in his privates for stroking her hair or fingering the hem of her dress when she was not looking. In fact, it was that very night when she intended to give herself over willingly to the noble warrior to do with whatever he desired. Until... A cursed party of refuse arrived at Medusel, sticking their ugly wizard and lost king noses in where they didn't belong, and ruining everything. Bah! Tune in next time for another chapter in Grimer's Grimoire, called Lousy Stinking Nobodies Get What's Coming to Them for Ruining My Creepy Fantasy. So soon at the seventh beacon of Halitherium, I'm afraid the Red Arrow of Gondor will not be returning to Rohan. There will be no rescue and no dawn for the race of man. It's time for you to leave. I have more important matters to attend to than to bother with you people. That brings us to the end of the 51st episode of Douse the Beacons. I cannot believe you all have been listening to this drivel for this long. Shame on yourselves. I would love you to keep your inane comments to yourself, but you can contact me at wormyt at gmail.com. The T stands for traitor. On Facebook or Twitter at wormyt, or my website at dousethebeacons.com, where you can donate to my Patreon campaign. I kindly request that you give Bragg a zero stars review on iTunes if perchance you are so inclined. I'm sure he would very much appreciate it. <laughs> if your comments displease me, I shall burn down your house and evacuate myself on the coals. So I hope you cried either at or with me. I hope you might have learned a lesson you will never forget, or perhaps bewail your miserable existence. And most of all, I hope you perish frequently this week in Middle-earth. This is Grimer, ruler of Isengard, signing out. Bugger off, and remember, the next time you turn your back on me, you won't live to regret it. And when your cold corpse starts to decay, I will use it to douse the beacons. <laughs> Ta-ta!